Get Real with Lisa Crown podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate it. We are on chapter two of the real estate roller coaster. Sorry, I had to put a little bit of a time lapse in between the first and last. I was under the weather, so I'm back. And I'm back in the seat with my mic, ready to drop some great information for chapter two. And that is back to basics. When you're in a real estate roller coaster situation, you got to really look back on see what works. There's a reason there is this motto or messaging that people are like, you got to go back to basics. I'm sure you've heard it. You heard it on the streets. Somebody's giving you that advice but I'm here to give it to you too. Because the reality is if we can get straight on some real fundamental basic stuff that has worked year over year, worked in 2008, worked when the crash, worked in the shifting of the market through the years, when we had high interest rates back in the day, a lot of people took the approach of going back to basics and that's where they saw an influx of new business. So get a paper and a pen. I'm going to give you 10 tips about going back to basics. Um, And let's dive right in. First one, number one, what did you used to do? If you are an experienced rep three or more years in the business, what did you do at the very beginning when you had zero orders? So if you were handed a ton of business, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my organic people who grew their business. Organic guys, listen up. What did you do to get an edge, to get on appointments, to get um, new orders? I need you to assess that, look back to back in the day and what was that magic? That is important to write down and be aware. Any tweaks, changes, make it. If you're new in the business, okay, newer in the business, you're going to have to pick the brain of another title executive and ask them, if you went back to basics, what would that model look like? You need intel. We need information. We need to kind of take a step back and see the things that actually worked. See, if it isn't broke, why fix it? You know, so to go back into a little bit of the past or what got you where you were at will help a lot. And getting that down on paper, say, when I called for two hours a day, when I sent five text messages a day, when I was active every day on social media, when I commented for 30 minutes on people's posts, like I taught a class twice a month. When you start really getting down some of the stuff that gave you your edge and got you with an influx of business, you're going to be onto something. Number two, write out your goal straight up. Right now, there's a lot of people with a lot of dipped orders. A lot. Therefore, what's your realistic goal? See, if you peg your goal on the past two and a half years during the pandemic, when we had just an influx of unexpected business, it's just not, it's just not fair. You're going to be highly disappointed. Pick a realistic goal. And our market is trying to normalize. Don't be upset by that. Okay. It's more realistic. So therefore pick a realistic, a realistic goal. If your goal is 35 orders, I want you to write it on a sticky note. I want you to stick it to your to-do list. I want you to stick it to your day planner, stick it to your computer, stick it on your mirror, stick it on your forehead. You need to be reminded at all times that your goal matters to you. And what you choose to do, your efforts, your energy, all that pertains to getting closer to that goal, okay? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to write a list of all the actions and activities you can do to specifically achieve that goal. So again, if it's to get 35 orders or it's to get 100 orders, what activities are going to get you there? 
That's what you need to ask yourself and be brutally honest what you need to do to exactly achieve that goal. The more specific, the more granular, the more broken down the activity can be. Like, don't say call more. I need to get out in the field more. That's so vague. That's not going to get you there. I guarantee you. When you're specific, like I need to go to Remax four to six times in the month. I need to do, you know, four live videos. I need to teach two classes. I need to call two hours, four days a week and one hour, one day a week. Like however you are going to write out for your list, it needs to be granular. Number three, here's another back to basic for you. Pull out your calendar, your day planner, your outlook or whatever system you use to be organized, and you got to get that game plan that you wrote down for number two, because really number two is writing out your game plan, and you got a time block for this game plan. You can't wing it. Otherwise, you show up on the 30th or the 31st of the month going, oh, shit, the month just got away from me. I didn't do half those things. I hear that a lot, which to me is just a bag of excuses, and excuses don't get us closer to that goal that you have pinned on your forehead. Number four, are you campaigning yourself enough? Are you campaigning yourself enough? Are you out there? Like if I walked into your real estate office and say, hey, hey, hi, when you think of title, who do you think of? If they do not say your name, you're not campaigning enough. And I mean campaigning. Are you getting your flyers out? Are you getting emails out? Are you getting on social media? Do you have tchotchkes out in offices? Are you sending out your thank you notes? Are you branded? Do you have a, a, a motto? Are you attached to a mission statement? Do you have a vision? Is it all crystal clear? Are you exposing it or are you a silent title rep? That's what you have to ask yourself. Campaigning yourself, promoting yourself. Honest to God, I feel like recently I bought a few things based on the fact that it keeps popping up in my social media feed, like, gosh, I need this, or a new commercial, or in print, marketing, whatever it is, that there is truth to be had. Consistency of messaging starts to embed into people's brains and gets them to start really thinking and formulating a, I think I need that. I think I want to try that. There's something powerful about campaigning yourself. So if you're not, if you're a person who's just kind of going off referrals or kind of calling on offices and you're not getting your face, your logo, your company, your motto, your information, your value add out to people, that piece is missing. Crank that up. Next, number five. You got to be teaching classes. We got to educate and stimulate the people that we want to be partners with us in business. We can't just expect orders. We got to bring value. We have to have powerful messaging and we have to teach them. See, what's happening is a lot of agents have a shift in their mindset. They're feeling a little bit helpless or hopeless or frustrated or down or confused about, you know, what... Um, is going on with our market and what's going to go on tomorrow and next week and next month and next year and look at the rates and look at the this and that. And they've got a whole concocted story swirling around so fast they can't get a grip about just doing and going back to basics and doing the stuff that works. Therefore, it's your duty as their title rep or future title rep that you are creating classes 
that are going to educate, stimulate, bring them title and escrow information, bring them value, bring them tips, and get them going. It plays a big role in their following and loyalty to you because you're the one investing into them, creating the shift that is needed to be had for them to get through this changing market. Number six. Number six. Get a list together of everything you offer. What do you offer? If you're going to meet with an agent, if you are going to get a few agents together and really talk to them and really communicate your offerings to the reason why you are the, that you should be the rep of choice for them, it's got to be down on paper. Everything, the little things, the medium things, and the big, 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 big things. If you are not confident in the list that you're writing down, call the customer service rep to the tools practice them, ask people about about them, get feedback about the ideas and the tips that you have. Maybe your tip is about how to help them be a successful door knocker. Great. Why don't you go around and talk to agents and talk to them about some of their success strategies and put a document together on how to successfully door knock. So it, it is entirely on you to get more confident in this arena When you say I only have a tool or two or three things to pitch, add more things on there. If I was a rep today, I would have two pages worth of value. I would show agents they wouldn't want to work with anyone else because I come loaded with value. Okay, number seven. This is something I did 25 years ago when I got into title. You got to interview top real estate agents and middle tier real estate agents to understand what is their game plan? What is their game plan around their business model today, right? What is something, one of their strategies, a successful strategy? Where, where are their victories? Understand like, where have been your wins in the past 30, 60 days? On social media. Oh, from my sphere. And if they say my sphere, go how? I mail them. What do you mail them? I mail them a, a recent sold list of all my sales. I mail them, you know, seven reasons why it's a good time to sell. Understand what it is that they're doing. Don't just take a surface answer. The next question I would ask them is what are their pain points in business? What is really a a, a challenge in their business that has been holding them back other than the market? Other than the market, what's holding them back? Maybe they need an assistant. Maybe they haven't been out door knocking. Maybe they're not doing good in their time management. You know, maybe they are not active on social media. Find these pain points. The collective information you're going to get over these 10 people is going to blow your mind. I swear, do that out of everything I just said, mic drop. You're going to have Intel answers and understand what you need to start creating and focusing on to help these agents find their, find the little piece that's missing. Number eight, straight up, you got to pick up the phone and make phone calls. That is the ultimate back to basics tactic that is working hands down. My new people that come into this industry don't wonder why they're opening up 36, 40 orders after a six month coaching program, you know, organically don't wonder why it's because they are picking up the phone and calling, have your messaging, have it crystal clear, Be confident, control the call, ask good questions, be a curious George, and get in there. Here's my theory. If you're pleased with your numbers today, you should be making 60 minutes worth of calls a day. If you're not pleased and you need to crank up your numbers, you should be calling for two hours a day. It doesn't have to be two hours back to back. It could be an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon, but a consecutive 
two hours every day is going to change your order count. I'm going to guarantee you. I've only seen it. I only see that. Now, if somebody says I call two hours a day and I'm not getting enough orders, then something's wrong with your messaging or you're letting the person you're talking to control the meeting. You want to get that right? You get that right by practice, joining coaching, getting feedback, role playing, etc. Number nine, write down all of your revenue streams, all the different buckets of people and opportunities you can tap into, explore or try to make sure you're maxing out your community where where you can find orders, even if they're under rocks. Make sure that you um, touch base with your manager about that though, because I'm going to make sure that it's something that they're okay with. But here's some streams for you. There's a lot. I'm just going to throw some out. Agents, residential agents, um, commercial agents, mega agents. <coughs> Next is lenders, loan officers, processors, being in touch with them. Anybody who has a new listing in your community or area, a lot of times you got to look at the people who are small mom and pop shops. They don't have brick and mortars. They work from their homes. Um, Get in touch with them. Other side broker, if they're on the other side of your transaction, they didn't choose you, you should be going, but they're on a transaction, you should absolutely reach out to them and start a campaign working your other side brokers. Lost clients, if you lost someone, go back and work them. Don't get stuck in the story that they're pissed and had a bad experience. People forgive, okay? They do. And we have to just know the fact that we've been in business for over 160 years on the collective. Our company is solid as a rock. And the reality is we make mistakes. We're not robots, but nobody ever in the history of this firm with the doors being open to my knowledge has ever done something intentionally to jack a deal, screw a person and, and mess it up or not give excellent service. It is never anyone's goal. And we just got to get right by that and go after the people we lost and win them back. I experienced it myself. I lost people. I won them back. Some I went after and I didn't win them back, but I went after them. I tried and I learned. I got good feedback. And some of them, like I said, I won over. More is broker owners, builders, commercial um, uh, people. There's land, people who really work in land. There's investors. There's so many different arenas where we can tap into to find another avenue stream. Last but not least, mindset. You guys, there's a ton of negative narratives out there. Oh my God. Whether it's the news, the social media, uh, other agents, other title people, other industry leaders, other, uh, you know, vendors. There are people out there, unfortunately, that are really talking highly negative. It's going to tank. It won't be good to buy till 2023. Um, you know, orders are halfway down or not more. We're laying off. We're firing. We're letting go of internal people, salespeople. It's getting loud. It's getting in people's heads. It's creating a def- a defeat and deflating um, of people's minds. The reality is we can't control the rates. We can't control what's going on with the market today. We can't control all that. We control our minds. What if you change your story to more of a positive progression, a mindset of positive and progression and possibilities? Those P's, right? What What if your mind went down those arenas? Who are you? If I said, give me a positive story of possibility and progress right now. What is your story? Change your story. If you're a person that's deflated and defeated and really losing, um, you know, your momentum uh, and your orders just keep going down, 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 I want you to tap into your mindset. What are you listening to? What are you reading? Are you a part of coaching? Are you... um, 
feeling a sense of where your next order is and your possibilities? Are you crystal clear and aware of what going back to basics looks like? If not, repeat this podcast, get your list together, okay? Your mindset to me is the foundation of how you're going to roll this whole thing out. You want to get right by that. Very, very important. In this series of the Real Estate Roller Coaster, I'm going to tap into mindset. I'm going to tap into a game plan. I'm going to tap into the things that we need to make it through this market in anything it throws at us, okay? Don't let the setbacks be your driver. Let the comeback be your driver. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook. Be in touch. Um, there's a way out of this thing. Go back to basics. Let's start there. Thanks again. Have a great productive day and I'll see you on the next one.